The Z-Ball Podcast is a casual conversation that occasionally delves into mature subjects and may contain vulgar adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Z-Ball Podcast and week 11 of our Scorching Six Picks. On the line we got from Pasadena, California, Miami Dolphins fan, Akshay. What up, Akshay? How's it going? What's up, bro? Uh, it's going pretty well, my friend, you know. Having a good night tonight. Celtics win. You know, beat Golden State, which I, a team I don't like. Uh, a team that has a lot of, uh, um, might I add, a lot of bandwagon, bandwagon Laker fans on there. You know, so uh, it's a good night, my friend. It's a good night. Will we see a lot of bandwagon fans for Boston, considering how good they're doing so far? I don't think so, Bob. I don't think so, because Boston fans are doing this thing. Boston is like, uh, Boston is a sports city, bro. You know, it's like either, um, to become a fan, you have to be like, uh, you have to be a loyal fan, a legit fan, you know. There's no bandwagon in there. I don't think there will be, you know, uh, that's in my honest opinion, but, but who knows, bro, you know, I mean, they, there could be something, but uh, I don't think any bandwagoning, you know, I mean, most, most Boston fans are Boston fans because they're loyal, and they've been loyal for a long time, you know, so it's not like, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a sports city, bro, you know, that's the way I see it, so I, I don't think there will be. All right, for sure. Uh, getting back, uh, we have six exciting games on this week's slate. Uh, we'll get started. Uh, we got three early afternoon games. Uh, we got your Miami Dolphins in the first game hosting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, this a rematch of the opening day matchup uh, due, that was pushed back due to Hurricane Irma. And we got Miami Dolphins uh, laying one point in this one. What do you think? You know, I'm going to roll the dice here, bro. I'm going to roll the dice. Uh, I'm not a big Miami fan as I used to be uh, in the days of Dan Marino, but I still have some loyalty towards them, you know. And Are, uh, are you bandwagoning to uh, another team? Uh, no, no. Actually, I don't really have a, a, a team in, uh, in in football. I mean, the closest team I would actually probably resemble uh, right now would be uh, maybe the Patriots. I mean, the, the Patriots and the Dolphins. That's all I, I actually watch. I don't really care for... Any of the LA teams, you know, I, I don't really care for them. Um, they're not something that I'm interested. In. I, well, I was a Dolphins fan. I used to hate the Patriots, but you know, bro, it's uh, with the Patriots. I respect, I respect Belichick. You know, I, I used to hate him. You know, because being a Dolphin fan, I used to curse at him. You know, I used to curse for Brady, dude, <laughs> watching the games. But now I've learned to sort of respect Belichick and respect Kraft. You know, because the way, I mean, Kraft is. Um, uh, he's one uh, of the better owners in the league, you know, and I think uh, with uh, with Belichick on uh, on hand, you know, I mean, his philosophy, which he did many years ago, of trading down first round picks to get multiple extra picks to build your team, is genius, bro. I mean, it's like those. Uh, I think those are the days. If you go back, that's like following the Jimmy Johnson method, you know, that he did with the Cowboys, and that's how he built the Cowboys. 
Okay. He's a first-round pick. He traded them with that one pick, trading Herschel Walker. That started all of it, you know. And then uh, that's what he started doing, trading out, getting value in the draft. And that's what Belichick did, and that's how he built the Patriots and built these five titles, even though for the longest time, bro, I mean, I was totally against it being a Dolphin fan. You know. Okay. Would it be fair to <laughs> yeah, say? It, it, would it, Would it be fair to say that you would uh, go uh, piss on Gillette Stadium's field in Foxborough, then drive up to Fenway Park and uh, do yoga there? I wouldn't know. I wouldn't piss on there, though. No way. No way. You know, maybe because uh, I mean, uh, I'm a Celtics fan, bro. I've been a Celtics fan since I was eight years old. You know, I I've been uh, I've been. I've been a diehard Celtics fan, dude. I used to go to the Forum back in the 80s with my dad, and I used to wear a Celtic jersey at eight years old, you know, against in those heated rivalry games. Very, very brave kid you are. I was, and my mom was uh, actually really afraid, you know, <laughs> when I used to do that, because even though I was eight years old, it's like, you never know, these uh, maker fans, these drunk fans might say stupid shit, you know, or do something. But she was afraid because I used to... I used to yell "Go Celtics!" and uh, I used to root for them when they were when they were beating the Lakers. You know, back in the '80s as a forum. So I don't know, bro. <laughs> it is what it is, you know. But uh, going back to the Dolphin game here, I'm gonna roll the dice. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Dolphins here. You know, I think the home field advantage. I think they're uh, um, they're playing a little better than they played before, even though they've been losing some. You know, but I think that. Uh, I think that um, the team has sort of changed in a way. I think their their offense has sort of uh, started rolling to a certain extent. But I think the home field advantage is going to make a difference. So I, I think they will, they'll definitely win by maybe, uh, I'm guessing, a field goal. It's going to be a, a close game, but it, if, I have to, uh, if I have to choose one team, I'm going with the Dolphins to minus one. Yeah, I'm going to agree. Yeah, this isn't really uh, one of the most exciting matchups of the weekend, but uh, I'll agree with you. Dolphins minus one. Uh, I think uh, they'll be the better team in this game. And then just because of the home field advantage, like you mentioned, uh, uh, I'm going to go uh, 24-17 Dolphins in this one. And with that, we'll move on to the second game. Another early afternoon game. Uh, a great matchup here. Two seven and two teams. The L.A. Rams traveling to Minneapolis to take on the Minnesota Vikings. And we got the home team minus two in this one. What do you think? I'm going to go with the home team here, bro. I think uh, Minnesota's defense is legit, you know, and, and you're playing in Minnesota. This is, uh, you're playing in Minnesota. Uh, the defense is legit. Their offense is uh, sort of getting back to where it, it was in the beginning of the season with Casey Keenum now. Um, I mean, he has two great targets at wide receivers, Adam Thielen and uh, Stephon Diggs. You know, he has um, the running backs are not bad at all, but I think that they're, they're going to uh, rely on that defense. Uh, and I think that defense can, uh, can, can stop the Rams. So I definitely have to go with the, with the Vikings here minus two. Okay, that defense has a very tough task uh, this Sunday. Uh, going up against the highest scoring offense in the NFL. And because of that, I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to take the Rams plus two. All right. I'm going to go with the road All team. Right. This is the Rams spot to show in a big game on the road what they're made of, and I think uh, they're going to deliver. 
I think they're going to go to 8-2. and two. I'm going to take them plus 2. I think they're going to win this game 31-28. to 28. So right. we'll agree to disagree on that one, and we'll move on to the third game. we got the Washington Redskins traveling to New Orleans to take on the red-hot New Orleans Saints. And we've got the home team laying 7.5 in this one. What do you think? Wait, who's going to New Orleans for a second? Sorry about that. I, Washington Redskins. I Washington Redskins and, and New Orleans by seven. Seven I'm and a half. I'm going to go with, uh, with seven and a half. Uh, I'm going with Washington here, bro. I know New Orleans is, uh, um, is a high-flying team with, uh, with Breeze and Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas, you know. Uh, but uh, I have to go with the Redskins here, but uh, I don't think uh, the Redskins are also a good offensive team. New, um, the Saints have no defense, you know, so I think it's going to be a little high-scoring game. Uh, but I, I definitely have to go with the Redskins because I think uh, uh, I expect New Orleans to win, but I don't think they're going to win by seven and a half. I think they might win by, at most, a touchdown. Uh, so I'm going with the Redskins here, bro. Okay, I mean, uh, last time we agreed on all picks. I mean, uh, not much agreement so far. I'm going to disagree with you on this one, Akshay. I like the Saints in this one. Uh, I wasn't a big buyer of the Saints, but uh, I guess uh, I kind of give them a little credit based on last week's win in Buffalo. They absolutely demolished Buffalo on the road. And their formula now is kind of different from uh, the generic Saints teams that we've seen and that have been good and made the playoffs to... And the Drew Brees, Sean Payton era, th- those teams were high, high-flying offensive teams. Down, throw the ball down the field. Uh, not very great on defense, but this team, uh, very good on defense. I think they're allowing uh, during their seven-game winning streak. They're allowing, I think, opponents. They're holding opponents to I think 16, 17 points a game, and they're running the ball very well. Their offensive line is uh, creating a lot of holes for uh, Mark Ingram, Alvin Kamara. And then Drew Brees, a lot of his throws are just uh, dink and dunk type stuff, uh, just three-step drops, uh, five-step drops. So he's not really going down the field as much as he used to. He's not throwing the ball as much as he used to. So uh, they have kind of have a different formula now, and they're really uh, excelling and can, kind of controlling the clock, ground and pound. The defense travels well. So I think this is kind of has all the makings for a uh, – uh, Saints blowout at home, and because of that, I'm going to take the Saints minus seven and a half. I'm uh, gonna s- I mean, what was that? Sorry. So yeah, yeah, uh, I agree with you, bro. I mean, uh, the Saints offense is clicking, but Washington, you can't, uh, you can't deny Washington. Washington has a good defense, and they have they have someone named Josh Norman, you know, and then Josh Norman's going to shut down one of their wide receivers if he sticks on them all all game long and follows them around their best wide receiver, Michael Thomas, then I think he, he can shut him out. You know, and then I, I, as long as, um, I know New Orleans' offensive line is not that great, and if Washington can get pressure on Breeze, yeah, I think it's going to be a long game for Breeze. You know, because Breeze has to, um, Breeze, for him to be effective, is that, it think it dunk that, as you mentioned, you know, because that's what, uh, he doesn't really have time uh, to sit in the pocket, um, because the offensive line uh, is not that great, in my opinion. So I have to say, with this, yeah, I, I think it's, I think it's going to be high scoring. And and to be fair enough, you know, I respect your uh, your 
opinion and with going with the Saints, you know, where it, it, it could very well happen that way, you know. But uh, in my opinion, I, I think it's going to be a um, high-scoring game. But I, but I think Washington um, is going to cover that spread. I don't think New Orleans – I think New Orleans wins, but I don't think they win by seven, but more than 7.5. All right, fair enough. Uh, I think they win by more than 7.5. That's why I'm swallowing the 7.5 points, taking the Saints. I think they win this one 35-24. to 24. And All right. We'll agree to disagree on that one as well. And then uh, we'll move into the late afternoon games. Uh, We have the New England Patriots taking on the Oakland Raiders. The Raiders are listed as the home team, but this game is going to be played in Mexico City in high elevation. Uh, We have the Patriots minus seven in this one. What do you think? Ah, uh, that's interesting, bro. To be honest, because it's playing in Mexico City, so I really don't. No team really has a home field advantage there, you know. And then with that, and the Mexico City, it's totally different. I don't know what the uh, what the altitude is there or whatnot. If it's like below sea level, above sea level, uh, who knows? Uh, I'm not too familiar. So the I mean, altitude is higher than Denver. Let's just put it like that. So oh, it's higher than that. Oh my, there we go. Okay. Then if this game, if it's held to higher than Denver, I think it's going to be a uh, more of a running game, I think. Um, I'm thinking. I'm not, because if it's at altitude, it's always... Well, actually, no, no, uh, I'm sorry. Altitude is more of a scoring game, I believe. Uh, so, um, but I have to go with the Patriots here. Um, um, I think it's just that they're on a roll right now with the Patriots. I think the Raiders are sort of up and down. I mean, they've been doing good so far. I mean, lately, but it all depends on um, it all depends on their offense. If their offense can click, if Derek Carr uh, can find uh, Crabtree or uh, or Cooper, and I, I think more so, it depends on their running game. I mean, Marshawn Lynch is uh, uh, there's a lot of stuff going on with with Lynch, and I think he's been getting what uh, three yards a carry or less. Uh, if they can, if they can. Um, uh, if he can get a good four yards a carry average, then I think the Raiders have a great shot. But um, but you know what? I have to go with the Patriots. Yeah, I agree. I don't see it with the Raiders in this one. I mean, I don't know if you remember, last season the Raiders played the Texans in Mexico City, and they kind of struggled for most of that game, and that looked like that elevation really uh, was a problem for them. I think uh, Mexico City has an elevation of somewhere around like 7,500 feet, something like that. Wow. So, I mean, it's more, it's much higher than Denver's, in my opinion, from what, I, from what I've heard and everything. And then the Patriots coming off uh, a win against Denver on Sunday night, so they kind of have a little bit of experience, uh, recent experience with the, dealing with that elevation. So uh, I think all the signs point to the Patriots in this one, and I, I definitely agree with you. Uh, Patriots offense is humming on all cylinders. Uh, they got skilled backs in their backfield: uh, Rex Burkhead, Dion, Dion Lewis, James White, and then uh, slot receivers Brandon Cooks, Danny Amendola. I mean, Brady just seems to get everybody involved. And then Gronk, I think, is definitely going to pose a matchup problem for one of those uh, linebackers, whoever uh, covers him on the Raiders, Khalil Mack or. Uh, Navarro Bowman or whoever so I think he's going to be a big huge matchup problem for Oakland and I think it's just uh Patriots we- weapons are just too overwhelming and their defense also has been getting a, a lot better since uh 
the early season struggles. So just because of that, uh, I'm going to swallow the seven points and agree with you, Akshay. Uh, I'm going to go 31-17 to 17 in this one. Patriots win. And we'll agree on that one, and we'll move into the Sunday night game in primetime uh, from Jerry World in Arlington, Texas. Home team Dallas Cowboys taking on the best team in the NFC, the Philadelphia Eagles. And we've got the road team in this one, minus four and a half. What do you think? Uh, you know, Bo, uh, you know what, man? Uh, Dallas is a mess right now. You know, I mean, <laughs> they are not playing well at all. You know, I mean, uh, Zeke Elliott's uh, suspension just got uh, got put back in place. You know, he's out for six games. You know, um, their defense is missing Sean Lee. You know, uh, their defense is very susceptible now. You know, and then Jerry Jones is uh, causing uh, a lot of uh, uh, stuff now in the league with, uh, with Roger Goodell. Um, he's got um, crazy, uh, um, all this nonsense. And uh, I, heard a, I heard a rumor, uh, not a rumor, but I read something how the other owners in the league are actually, um, we're thinking of, I don't know if this will happen, we're thinking of, of booting him out as owner of the Cowboys. Um, so who knows what's going on with Dallas, bro? You know, I mean, uh, I don't know what's, I can't say. I mean, they're just a, a big mess right now. You know, I, I think... Um, but Dallas, I don't, I don't think they're going to. Uh, I don't think they have a chance here. Uh, I think it, Philly is just on a roll. You know, I mean, you have uh, you have Carson Wentz, you have uh, JJ Ajayi. They picked up. Uh, you have um, uh, um, all their wide receivers, Alshon Jeffrey. You have uh, um, the other guys who have. I can't think of them right now. But Aguilar. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Correct. Correct. I think they're just going to roll, and uh, I definitely have to go with the Eagles here. I think they, I think they're going to, they're going to beat uh, Dallas by, I think, a good ten points. Yeah, I agree with you for sure. I mean, Carson Wentz uh, obviously looking uh, very good in the second season. He's definitely got to be the first half MVP of the NFL, in my opinion. And then, like you mentioned, the pickup of Jai at the trade deadline, and then also have Legarrette Blunt in the backfield, and then. Uh, Zach Ertz is a good tight end and then uh, Aguilar really coming on and uh, the big uh, wide receiver with Alshon Jeffrey and then uh, Torrey Smith as well so just a lot of weapons for Philadelphia offensively and defensively and then uh, just for Dallas as we saw last week uh, they didn't really get much going with the run game and then looked like their offense offensive line really got manhandled by uh, uh, by the, the opposing team I forgot who they played last week uh they played Atlanta last week. Yeah, it looks like Atlanta's uh, defensive line really, really manhandled one of the better offensive lines in the league in the Cowboys. And then Adrian Claiborne had six sacks of Dak Prescott. So the, that was pretty amazing to see. I mean, you never see Dallas's offensive line get pushed put, get pushed around like that. So I think Ezekiel Elliott being out is uh, a huge effect. And then I can't speak much to the off-field stuff, but it seems like there's always some sort of off-field stuff going on with the Cowboys, whether they're a really good team or a really crappy team. So it just seems like that's kind of the nature that kind of comes with the Cowboys, kind of like in the NFL or in the NBA with the Lakers, it, all that drama comes. And then in the MLB with the Yankees, all that stuff comes. So 
It seems like that's just how it is with the Cowboys. But going back to the game, I agree with you 100%, Akshay. I'm going to swallow the four and a half points and take Philly. I think they're going to win this one. Uh, I'm going to go uh, 34 to 24 in this one. And with that, that'll take us to the last game in this week's Scorching Six. You got Monday night in primetime. I just want to add one more thing. Sure, go ahead. Sorry. If you go back to uh, the Cowboys game, I think uh, with with the pickup of JJ Ajay, and then uh, you have, um, they already have LeGarrette Brown, uh, they can just pound that the Cowboys defensive line and easily do play action after that. Just pound it and do play action and hit those receivers. I think Wentz could have, I think Wentz will have that all day. You know, and I, that's what I, I think, uh, I think, uh, I think that's just going to be too much for Dallas. Okay, fair enough. Uh, we both agree on that one. Philly minus four and a half is the pick. And with that, uh, we'll go into our last game for week 11 scorching six. Monday night in primetime from Seattle. Got the home team Seahawks hosting the Atlanta Falcons and giving three points in this one. What do you think? Uh, hmm. So you you have Seahawks by three, right? Yeah, Seahawks minus three in this one, yes. Okay, I have to go with the, I have to go with the Seahawks here, bro. I think the Seahawks are just... Uh, I think their defense is... Uh, I know they lost Sherman to a season-ending injury, but they're getting back another cornerback. I think this game, I forget his name, but I, I think their defense will be due. I think it will be too much, to be honest. Uh, I, have to go with the, I have to go with the Seahawks here. Yeah, this one, I mean, you don't know how Seattle's offensive line is going to play. I mean, Atlanta, like I mentioned, their defensive line coming off a very impressive performance against Dallas last week. So, yeah, this one, I mean... I feel like the Seahawks. I feel like the Seahawks at home kind of have the advantage here, just because of that home crowd. Yeah, and Atlanta doesn't. Uh, I don't think uh, Freeman's playing in this game. Um, they're top running back, so uh, uh, Coleman's going to be playing that. I think he had a. He's in a concussion protocol for this week. Uh, for the concussion he got last week, so I don't think. He, it's doubtful he's going to be playing, and I think uh, without a running game, I mean, Coleman's pretty good too, but uh, I think to beat the, um, the Seahawks, you need like uh, like two good running backs, you know, um, or one uh, star running back. But I, I think in this case, it's going to be too much, and uh, I mean, we've seen uh, um, the... We've seen uh, Atlanta, dude, without... Uh, Without a running game, they they pretty much just become like a passing team, and uh, they don't win too many games doing it that way. Okay. So, um, in this case, I have to go with the Seahawks. Yeah, I think the Seahawks have the advantage here, so yeah, I'm going to agree with you. Uh, it's a, a tough call, but uh, I'm going to go Seahawks minus three in this All one. Right. I think uh, their offensive line will respond a little better than... Uh, it's crazy to say a little better than the Cowboys offensive line did last week, but I think uh, them being at home uh, gives them an advantage in this one. I think the 12th man will come uh, and cheer and be strong. And I think uh, Russell Wilson has, uh, it, has it in him to outplay Matt Ryan in this one, in my opinion. And I think all of that will lead to a Seahawks victory, and I, I think they'll cover the three-point spread. And I'm going to go in this one... Uh, 
I'm going to go 28 to uh, 21 in this one, Seahawks. All right. And All right. Sounds good. That'll wrap it up for Week 11 Scorching 6. Uh, thank you so much for coming on, Akshay. Always a pleasure. I thank you so much, bro. Thank you for inviting me. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we'll see you uh, early next week uh, due to the Thanksgiving games for Week 12 Scorching 6.